On the farm today, producers will want to look out for any possible pests sticking around in fields, waiting for spring to snack on seeds. That's why checking for one Saskatchewan menace, the wireworm, is especially important at this time of year. Sherry Roberts, a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture out of the Weyburn office, explains just what producers should be looking for. Actually, they're the larva of the click beetle, and we've had sort of a resurgence in them in Saskatchewan because the chemicals that had been being used to keep them under control were withdrawn off the market in 2004 and the populations have been increasing and we're getting to the point now down here in the southeast at least I had some farmers that they've lost almost complete fields or or partially had their yields just cut in half because of them. And I guess how do they realize what they do have? What's the best way to figure out that these are wireworms and not just any other insect? Uh, It's to go out and scout your field. There's certain things that uh, you need to look for. First off, if you get patchy areas in your field, uh, go into those patchy areas and start digging around. And if you start finding uh, seeds where you find the seed coat, but the inside of the seed has been eaten out, that's a typical wireworm symptom. Also, if you have uh, uh, fields where you have, say, old rootstocks or possibly sometimes they, they like to, uh, some of the varieties of wireworms like to lay their eggs in old pastures or, say, uh, forage fields and stuff like that. If you see plants that look a little sickly, pull them up and look for tunnels. They'll tunnel into the rootstocks. Would you have producers uh, report this kind of stuff to uh, Sask Ag Ministry just so that they have an idea of whereabouts the issues are, or should people just deal with them themselves no. kind of deal? want to. Um, there is, like I said, some studies, some work being done by Ag and Agri-Food Canada here. I have to look to see who the who the researchers are on it, but I know if you want, they can certainly contact our provincial entomologist uh, or insect specialist, James Tansy. I know he's been doing a little bit of work with them. He can let them know if there's anybody out there that's still doing trapping and doing uh, any ongoing studies. One other thing that, that, that farmers can still do before freeze-up, if they're suspicious that there's areas of their field that there were wireworms, if they dig down about a foot and they take a potato and, and peel the outside of the potato and then use a stick as a marker and put that potato down in the ground and then wait about five days. And if they dig it up, a lot of times the wireworms, they come for food sources that uh, are given off carbon dioxide, and that's why they're attracted to, to seeds and plants and things. So they'll come to those potatoes, and then you can do a, a fairly good, accurate, well, not an accurate, but you can do yourself a good kind of a test on whether or not that that's your issue in those parts of the field where you, you've had problems with emergence and, and things like that. Okay, so now would be a good time to be checking that kind of stuff, I guess, like yep. you said, before yep. freeze-up comes. Yep. Before freeze-up, August was a little bit better time, but different species, there are different species of wireworm. There's actually 11 different native species that are considered a pest out here in the Canadian prairies. So different ones have a little bit different life cycles, but yes, they are still feeding at this point. If, if they dig down about a foot, they should be okay. That should be down deep enough because as, the, as it gets colder, they'll, they'll migrate down. And also, they can also walk their fields in some of the areas and look for little click beetles. They're, they're beetles that if you touch them, they, they make a clicking sound. Is there anything else that farmers or producers should be watching for with these, uh, with these wireworms? If they did have a crop this year that, say in particular, I had a couple of farmers, they put in uh, a, an oat crop and, and they just basically 
devastated the whole field. And if, if that happened to you and you thought maybe this emergence issue was because of the moisture and, and you wrote it off to that, uh, next year, think about using a seed treatment. And, I mean, put some really hard effort into doing a seed treatment and, and see if you notice a difference in those areas because uh, there there is one on the market now that really will have a positive effect. And they don't just affect cereals. They'll go after canola. They'll go after uh, lentils and peas. The, the only crops that they really don't seem to bother are, are mustard or buckwheat. That was Sherry Roberts, a crops extension specialist with the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture out of the Weyburn office, interviewed by David Zamet. For Golden West Radio, I'm Scott Bolton.